Okay. Uh, Armand uh, asked me last uh, Sunday to to do uh, my testimony this week, and it's a good idea actually because uh, we haven't heard a lot of people's testimonies, although I've given it many times, but a lot of people haven't heard my testimony. Okay, so I'm going to go back to the beginnings just so that you know where I'm coming from. Uh, as you all know, I was born in Cyprus. And both of my parents were Armenian. Uh, and uh, I was I lived in Cyprus till I was ten years old. We ended up in Cyprus because my grandparents, uh, both from both sides, were actually refugees from Adana, which is now the Turkish part. Uh, in, uh... Uh, my, my mother's side's grandparents, I know the full history because my, my grandmother lived with, lived with us for many, many years and she told us all the stories of all the genocide victims of the things that have happened. Uh, she said uh, they had a lot of Turkish friends. One day a, a friend of theirs who was a soldier came and started an argument with them. Accusing them of do, doing many things, many illegal things. He said, because of this, I'm going to have to put you both in jail. And he actually took them in to, to prison and he imprisoned them and locked them up. My, grand My grandmother thought, well, what kind of friend is this? You know, uh, we were friends and he's done this to us. Why have they, why they done this to us? What's happened? Uh, they yeah, were wondering why. But uh, two days later, the whole village they lived in was massacred. Their friend being a soldier knew this was going to happen and he put, jailed them on purpose just to save their lives. Yes. And when it was all over, he came and released them again and said, go in that direction towards the sea there will be boats to take refugees away. So that's how they ended up in Larnaca, in Cyprus. My mother was born there. She married my father, who was also from Adana, and I, 
I was born there. My, my parents were God-fearing. They, 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 they didn't know much about God, but they went to church most Sundays. And in fact, when I was a child, I used to go to church and hold candles in the church, you know, and of course, you know, and you know, Cyprus was a British colony. Uh, we had British passports. Typical Armenian history. Whenever you're an Armenian is settled, something happens in that country, and you you have to flee. Uh, yeah, typical so it was trouble between the Greek Cypriots and the British soldiers, and there were curfews, and there was, and you know, there was general problems. One day, my father was on business going to Larnaca from Nicosia, coming back to Larnaca, and I, he took me with him just. And as we were coming, the soldiers told him to stop. He didn't hear them, and they started shooting at his car. Uh, to stop him. But he knew the soldiers. Uh, he knew a lot of the British soldiers actually, and they recognised him. And they said, he said, "That's it. I'm going. I'm, we're leaving. We're not staying in Larnaca anymore." Uh, he'd never had a, seen England in his life. And uh, because we had British passports, we, took, we ended up on a ship. We were the first Armenians out of Larnaca. And every, the whole of Larnaca came out to say bye-bye to us. We ended up on the Caledonian Road in uh, renting a place from a, from a from a Greek person. And I remember the next morning, my father opening the curtains, all excited because he's seen the sun coming through the window. And he said, oh, look, England doesn't rain every day. There is sunshine in England as well. So I went to school um, in Haringey, where, where, where we eventually bought our house. At 10, I, had, I didn't know any English, so there was no chance I was going to an ordinary very very poor secondary school and most days i was beaten up or you know or made fun of because i didn't speak english okay to cut the story short god i didn't know this at the time but god blessed blessed our family my my father worked hard. We did well. I went to medical school. Eventually, uh, I was the first person from that school to go to a, to a university. Never mind anything else. And you know, and I got into a medical school with 
with uh, grades which were not not as good as they should have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I know that God was in, in the story here because the anatomy teacher, he recognized that I came with, with no, um, no knowledge of English and he thought I'd done something remarkably well just getting, get, getting to university. And he was the dean of the medical school, so all we did actually was talk about football during my interview. That was God's hand. Every other interview I went to medical school, I, I failed. It was the only medical school I actually got into. <laughs> of course, you know, uh, we, everything went well. I, I, my life was well, we're happy. Uh, we got ma- I got married to Hilda, and of course I was even happier after we got married. <laughs> and, <laughs> We, we met at an Armenian function, which my mother made me go to because uh, I uh, because my sister wanted to go, she said she can't go on her own, you have to take her. So uh, I met Hilda there. I was working in general practice in Stevenage, we had two children. Everything was going perfectly well. We just, just bought this house here in, in London. Now, in, in the meantime, Hilda was going to some uh, Christian meetings in, uh, in, in the house of someone called Bear Grush. Right. They were, she said to me, do you mind if I go? Uh, they're doing Bible study there. I said, of course I don't mind. You go, you're from Iran, you're from a Muslim country, you don't know anything about the Bible. I know it all, you know. Of course, I knew nothing. Oh, I've been, you know, I used to hold candle in my, when I was a child in church. You know, I, knew, I, know, I know everything, you know, about the Bible. I hadn't Now, Hilda went originally because she found it was her friend from Iran who was in the same class as her. She had come to the Lord and she had changed so much. And she said, I want, I want more. I want some of this, you know, mm-hmm. I, want, I want some of what she's, she's had. Uh, the reason I started, I'm okay. part of the 
ասա ինչ որ պատճառ այլ էս ընկերուհից էս կամփոխվի ես հետ էլ ուզում եմ ունենալ ասա որ հիսուսն էր պատճառը there would have about 15 to 20 people uh, you know meeting together yeah. and she would come back full of you know happiness with joy and uh, you know with a smile on her face And she said to me, actually, there's a, I don't know if you'll want to come, but I don't think you'll want to come, but there's a conference in a, in a place called Ashburnham for, for a week, and they're going to have a conference there. Can you come? I had no idea, of course, that behind my back they were playing, praying for me, for, my, for, for me to come to belief. Anyway, we, we, I said, look, I'm only going to come for the weekend because I'm going to go to work on Monday. I'll come for Saturday and Sunday, but not the whole week. Uh, I get there, and what do I what do I see? I see love, love there, love between the people there. This was 38 years ago. And Alice was there. The Alice you know. Armin's Alice. There was a friend called, a Turkish girl called Hanife, who was a believer. Yes. And there were a lot of, loads of young people there and people who come from Iran and were here on their own without their parents. And what I was really impressed with was the love the older ones were showing to these young people and looking after them as if they were their own parents, you know? I enjoyed it a lot, and I thought, oh, these are really nice people. Let me uh, take an extra day off, see if I can get a day off, take Monday off. And I phoned the surgery, and they, they said, okay. And I, I, I took an extra day to stay there as well. Uh, a guy uh, called Fred Saleh preached uh, there. And to be honest, He might as well have spoken in Chinese. I didn't understand anything, any of the he was talking about, because I had no knowledge of the Bible. We, I'm back home here, in this room actually, opposite on the, on the other side of this room. That's, actually, I wasn't. I was working outside on an electrical wiring because I needed to get this wiring finished before 
before it got dark. I was doing a lot of the do-it-yourself stuff in this house at the time. The doorbell rings. I go, I come down the stairs. Hilda wasn't here. Hilda was living, we were living in her parents' house at the time while we were doing this house up. I go to open the front door and it's Fred Saleh. He'd come here in a taxi. Oh, and my heart sank. I thought, my, he's here now. I'm going to have to be polite to this man. And I'm not going to be able to finish my wiring work before it gets dark. So we're, we're there in, the, in this room now, opposite together, opposite each other. I made him a tea. We're having a tea together. And he said, he said to me, I'm going to Canada in next week. Mm-hmm. I've sold my house. Uh, I've got no car. That's why I come by taxi. I said, no, no, I'm going to have to take him back home as well. But uh-huh. he hasn't got a car. I'm going to take even more of my time. So he said, then he opens up. He said, look, um, the Lord has shown me to come to your house and pray for you because he has great things for you. He said, I'm going to pray for you now, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go home. Uh, I'm thinking, I hope this prayer is short. You know, I need, I need him to finish quickly so I can, I can go he, he, he did pray for me. And I rushed, uh, and I was as polite as I could be, and I took him home, and then rushed back in, and actually got the electrical work finished before it got dark. So I was happy about that. And as far as I was concerned, that was the end of it. But you know, when people are praying for you, it's never the end of it, you know. About two months later, two months later, there was a film uh, from the Gospel of Luke called Jesus. And it was in the local cinema at Ealing Broadway. Hilda said, would you like to go? I said, yeah, let's go. So we go We went there. We went to the cinema. I'm watching the film. And I see Jesus dying on the cross. It really knocked me hard. 
I could not stop crying in that cinema. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't even embarrassed that people were looking at me. I could not stop crying. I've seen, I've seen other films where Jesus was, was crucified before. But because of these prayers, it really knocked me. I felt as if I'd done it myself. So the film finished and I'm, I'm walking out in front and Hilda's thinking, oh no, he doesn't care about it, he's just going, his board is gone. Yeah. I said no. I said, look, I've got to, I've got to be on my own. She, I said, I'll take you home, and then I took her home, walked, went off in the car, stopped the car somewhere. And for two hours at least, remember three hours, three hours, I was crying, I was repenting, uh, God was showing me, I, I felt his Holy Spirit come into me. Mm. I felt the Spirit of God. Of course, Hilda was worried what's happening to me, you know. I said, I came back and I told her what was happening. I told her what had happened. I said, I realize now what a sinner I am. And how much what God has done for me. And from that day, I could not stop reading the Bible. For hours. Even at work, I would go uh, and for an hour and, and read, read the Bible and take notes, take notes, take yeah. notes. I started with Gospel of John. Even I didn't even understand. I, I it took me time to understand it all. But the Holy Spirit opened it up to me. I'd, I'd been. I'd had this experience a week, only for about a week a week 10 days I got a phone call from brother Sam uh, who had become the pastor of the Iranian church he said to me God has shown me that you you've got you should be uh, a teacher the Bible group teach, group, you know it's Bible, Bible study leader uh -huh. Are you kidding, Saddam? I said to him, I've only been a Christian for a week now. We can, you know, I, I only just started reading. I don't know anything myself. You know, how can I teach anybody when I don't know anything? But God, through the Spirit, showed me. The, the, way, the best way to learn 
learn anything is to teach it. Mm. Uh, I mean, I love Zeva, Dasabamchon, and our sovereigns, yet sovereign of Dastas. And after, t after I, when I knew I had to teach it, I had to know it well. Mm -hmm. Yep. And to be able to answer the questions, I had to know it quite well. So I, I would really study hard and <laughs> You know, one uh, at medical school, oh, that's how I actually, before, before all this happened, uh, at medical school, uh, God showed, uh, I did have glimpses of believing in God mm -hmm. before this happened. Այս խնդրից առաջ եւ որ ինքը բժշկական համացարներ էր տում առիթներ էր ունեցել որ անդրադառնա աստու գոյության մասին When I studied anatomy for instance it would say this nerve goes through this hole this thing goes through this artery goes through here everything was in beautiful order I think it's got to be a it's got to be a creator it can't be happen by chance բժշկական համացարում եւ որ մարմնակազմության մասին էր սովորում ասում <coughs> This happens so that this can happen so that your body can be protected. You know, I was thinking, how can this be by chance? It's going to be a god, and I, don't, I wish I knew who it was. That's when my curiosity of God started, knowing there had to be a, a creator. But it took another 15 years for me to have the Holy Spirit to see Jesus as Christ as my Savior. Praise God that people prayed for me. Pray for your relatives, pray for your friends. Well, I just like to make from this testimony, I'd just like to make one or two points. Uh, the first point I'd like to make is that there is evil in the human heart and there is goodness also in the human heart. Uh, God put this goodness in the human heart when, at, at, you know, at, when Adam and Eve were born. You know? But a lot of goodness, of that goodness, is, was lost in the fall. In my grandparents' history, you can see the the evil of the human heart of what of the genocide of, of one and a half million people. And all human beings are capable of this evil. It's evil because of sin. 
from from the from Satan. Yeah, amen. Meg, ants, karuga et dajanu chuna anel. Borov et mehki pacharov et pakasu chuneri ekela mermet. But during all this evil, this Turkish soldier showed the goodness of the human heart mm. to my grandparents. As dajan jamana perum at Turk zimbora. That's why my grand grandmother didn't have any what's the word I'm looking for? Bitterness. A, any bitterness, that's the word. Any bitterness uh, towards the Turks because she was saved by a Turk as well. Yeah. Yeah. The second point I like to make is that the human heart is is one that discriminates. Under his fallen state, the sinful heart will always discriminate. And because I was different to the other children in the school even at the age of 10 11 there was i was just and i couldn't speak the language i was at school discriminated against mm -hmm. and, and 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 beaten you know for the first two years uh, this discrimination happens in every country because it's, it's it's a human heart. It's, as far as discrimination is concerned. Because there are good laws which prevent all this discrimination. But the problem is, the law, as it is, is good, but it cannot change the human heart. The human heart is the same, the sinful. No law can change the heart. We are sinful. You will never, as a person, be have joy in in a sinful state. You, you blame other people, but you yourself are sinful. And even if there was no discrimination around you, you still wouldn't have joy. Even if you took yourself, 
to a beautiful Pacific island and you lived there on your own with nobody bothering you, you would still be not joyful because you yourself are sinful. You would fight against yourself. The only answer is to have forgiveness of sins. To have your sins forgiven, that's why Jesus came to have our sins, to forgive our sins, to pay for our sins. And, and the only way is for to have, to be born again, to have a new nature, to be born of God. That's when discrimination will end. When the kingdom of God comes in its full realm, discrimination will end. And then one final point I'd like to make about, uh, regarding evangelism. What, what impressed me and eventually brought me to God is love. Love, the love that was shown by the people there when I went to that conference. It's how we are, people, when they see us. Not necessarily what we say with our mouth, you know. People see us as we are. Let's show the love of Christ. Let's show the love of Christ so that people see us and they want more of it, just like Hilda wanted to, uh, to her from a friend. And I pray God, I praise God for everything is done. I, I thank God for the people who prayed for me when I was not a believer. Now you know my testimony. <laughs> Amen. Finished.